This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are a divine feminine entrepreneur, and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep. This episode of Sacred Vibe Saturday, happy to share with you, is all about Goddess Humea. And first, I want to let you know that I coach spiritual femalepreneurs on divine feminine financial healing. We do that in Light Goddess. It's my one-to-one coaching program where we work together. I help you through astrological life coaching to overcome distorted money patterns and beliefs financial traumas and wounds and restore your innate self-worth so you can run your business on divine feminine intuition you can book a goddess call with me at lifecoachjude.com you will get a transformation in this call so if you're curious and you want to discuss it find out more feel free to get into that call and invest in yourself let's get into this episode there I'm really happy to share this with you about Goddess Humea. And I don't know how the hell you pronounce her name, actually. Um, was not able to find that pronunciation. I actually invented, you know, I don't know what you call them, but where um, it tells you the pronunciation, the correct pronunciation. Obviously, you can read it but I invented it when I was a kid I was I remember being in the car and telling my dad like they have to tell you how to pronounce words like you have to come up with some sort of voice recorder thing that just tells you how to pronounce every word that in existence so that you know how to pronounce it (laughs) and and then of course google but um anyways let's get back to goddess Haumea um she is a goddess asteroid and she so she's, she is Hawaiian. She is the mother of Pele. Um, so you've likely heard of Pele. And along with many other Hawaiian deities, she is the goddess of fertility and childbirth. She is a symbol of the regeneration of grandmother earth. She is very much sacred energy, shamanic energy, instinctive, and encompasses the ancient and holy connection and understanding of the earth and her cycles and rhythms and her nature. She can produce from any part of her body, signifying her fecundity and representing the life-bringing quality of the divine feminine. If she cannot bring life as a fir tree for the gravelly land or parched stores of water, then she will bring life as a cactus or dry shrub growing from mica flaky rock goddess brings life she represents what sustains and nurtures life what supports and feeds the soul the heart and the thirst to be fully alive and connected intrinsically with life with the earth our body with breath with sensation with pleasure with creation so as uranus the planet and being of lightning and sudden changes and disruption, unpredictability and instability, connected with the realms of spirit, energy, liberation, and individuality. While it is in Taurus, we are two years into a seven-year time in Taurus with Uranus, where Taurus is stability in all of our money systems and the general foundations of the way we live and what we count upon. Taurus is also goddess Earth and your body. 
structurally we are seeing so much shift in the foundations and the roots and volcanoes and disruptive natural disasters which will continue and this is for a purpose that those old foundations were built on greed and conformity and control and suppression of the feminine and freedom we have pluto and capricorn excavating all of those structures from law and education agriculture every system for the corruption and soulless, loveless bits, cleaning them out. But through what feels and what will look like greater and greater destruction and disruption, this will serve to awaken more and more people to their own authority that they've been conditioned to hand over their whole lives. And it's all for a purpose. While all of this is occurring, we have goddess Haumea saying, look here, look, see, life is most natural. And regeneration is assured. She is currently at 29 degrees Libra. Libra, love and harmony and balance. Venus rules Libra. And so we have these these synergies in, in the chart. She brings balance to what must be destroyed. Not balance as in equality, but balance as in what nurtures life and makes it inspiring and worthwhile. She is bottomlessly abundant and fertile. During the goddess culture, 10,000 years before common era to 3,200 before common era, there were typically five states of goddesses that were common. And the G and the regeneratrix, I can't say this word, the regeneratrix was one of the key goddesses, one of the key transformations or... Um, one of the key metamorphoses that you would see the goddess symbolized in, in statues and figurines and artwork and in the temples. And that, you know, the regeneratrix is that which revives, renews, and rebirths. Resurrectional, but in a life-restoring way rather than a zombie back-from-the-dead way. Regeneration in a way that grows back something new and beyond what was before. Renewing the life force and the vitality of energy that is ours there's acculturation about the deficit and deficiency of the body that it is fragile and vulnerable and susceptible not true and then compound that with ways that people have become unconsciously patterned and complaining about their aches and pains and having abdicated their vitality and health to a system that is built to find dysfunction and disease, creating it all the while. You go to a doctor ten times, they're going to find something. There's all kinds of little bumps and things, nodules and different things in the body. It's just what the body does. And coupled with all of that coupled with that is the abdication of sovereignty and responsibility for one's own health to some outer authority a white coat when allopathy is based on bloodletting and is a very young system that offers dis-ease allopathy is excellent at emergency care but it's near useless at facilitating health and vitality. And the evidence of that is rampant. It's rampant. 76% of all surgeries are, are um, unnecessary 
and that does not include cosmetic surgery. And that's an old statistic. So what is the statistic now? 86%? Who knows? But years ago, it was 76%. You know, the way that birth and women are dealt with. I remember going into a hospital and into an emergency room and I was bleeding. And the doctor, when I finally got back there, the doctor said about five more minutes, I would have been dead. Like, I would have bled out. And I had literally had to stand up. I went to the nurse over and over and over and I said, like, look, I really think I need to get back there. Like, this is bad. This is this. This is this. And they just wouldn't take me back. And... I literally had to stand up in the middle of the emergency room and scream at the top of my lungs to be seen. And they took me back just to get me out of there, to not disturb, you know, to cause chaos with other people. And this nurse, she's just, you know, taking her sweet time talking to this other woman to lay this thing in the wheelchair. And I just grabbed it out of her hands. I put it down. And I said, let's go. And I like started wheeling myself. I'm like, where are we going? You know, and it's just like I had basically had to take myself into a room to a doctor and it, it's just there's there's so much rampant you know I don't know how many people I've known and I don't really hang out with a lot of people that are doing surgeries and stuff but I've known a lot of people that have gotten mesh but in their stomach and had an issue with it and surgery after surgery and I don't know how many people I've met lately that are talking about having like just countless surgeries why is one not enough what what are we doing here and so and so it's just all of the evidence, you know, allopathy is amazing for emergency care, but there's way, the evidence abounds. We used to have medicine women and use herbs and plants and listen to our body and be in rhythmic, in tune with nature, our bodies, the cycles, the seasons, and all of life. And when people are disconnected from all of that, they see illness as something different than what it really is. It signals from the body that more rest is needed, that you're stressed, that you're not listening, that, that you're not hearing your intuition, that you know, it's, it's, it's a communication. And since, you know, allopathy is near useless at facilitating health and vitality, I mean, that might be a liability after all, if, if it, if it helped facilitate health and vitality. <laughs> so people walk in this world with a spell upon them of thinking they are vulnerable and falling apart when the opposite is truth. Since biology follows belief as, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton's seminal work has helped to establish in the mainstream, many people fall for the self-deception, Neptune. And we all have Neptune in our chart somewhere of believing that our own complaints and programming from the greater culture. We end up believing in, in that. The, the book, Bruce Lipton's book, is a great book to help you shift the conditioning around the false fragility of the human body. When the spirit is deadened and doused, then the body revolts with small things at first to get your attention, and then it progresses onward. When there is a suppression of the soul, abuses and travails that alter the path of the soul, sickness is inevitable. And so people confuse the sickness of the body for the true source, which is the sickness of soul. We are not fragile. We are built to handle anything that we encounter in this incarnation. To think otherwise has no upside. 
just think about that, that to, to think otherwise, it has no upside. You are in this body and you are in this incarnation and you are on this earth with whatever other people are going to come up with, you know, electricity, frequencies, all these things, whatever, whatever people are going to come up with. You're in this incarnation. You were built to be here and to be healthy and vital and fertile. Some people are meant to go through illness as part of their life experience and soul evolution. That is meant to be a part of many people's path. And while challenging it is is the, the way to handle it, the way that people handle it makes the difference. And that is all in the way that we choose to see our life, our experience, and narrate our life and our challenges, which is all mindset. To get into the intuition, to be connected to your body, yourself, your life force, and this life as a living entity itself is to move the mind out of the way through managing your mind. It almost seems like you're going deeper into the mind but that is how you find your way out of the darkness of the mind. And so Goddess Humea helps us to know the truth of the fecundity of our own nature along with life itself. That abundance is prevalent if only one can see abundance in its true form. Which is having what you need. Which is ideas. Which is laughter, humor, joy, connection, warmth, love. This is all abundance, inspiration. It's abundance. In Western culture, there is so much hoarding of possessions and money that it skews and alters the truth of abundance that we can see all around us in the rain and the trees and the cycles and seasons and the light that always offers us renewal and growth and something worthy. The brain, the mind just always has a a preference. I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. Don't do this. Don't do that. And so that is part of what skews us seeing the beauty in the rain, the beauty in the overcast day. Well, maybe that was a warm day. <laughs> you know, I'd rather have a cold day that's sunny than a cold and overcast day. So I'll take the warm overcast day. You know, so it's just an example. We have this opportunity to see our world as regenerative along with ourself and knowing that this is a natural part of the cycle of life, that everything dies and goes into the fertile earth to be reborn once again and goes back to spirit Pisces to be reborn once again. And so what is subconscious within you goes underground at times for it is not meant for that moment, whether you couldn't handle it at that time or whether you couldn't make good use of the understanding if you had it. And Venus currently in shadow and going into retrograde soon will bring back those things into conscious form that have been buried so a renewal of life in the darkness can rise, purifying what would steal your joy and your sense of wonder and pleasure that would make life monotonous and rote, routine, and without depth of heart or meaning. Goddess Humea shows us that the goddess for all the efforts to control women's body, to control woman, in every way. We are powerful, beautiful, whether an oak tree or cactus beauty in all its forms. We are strong and we are the embodiment of creation of life itself. 
And without woman, nothing would grow. There would be no fecundity and there would be not what is worthy in this world. There would be no life and thus no humanity at all. And this is to say, own your power and your worth and importance in this world, goddess. Stand forth in your truth and power. Claim it, know it, be it. Don't hide what is authentic, real, in you. Life is meant to renew and is abundant should we not stuff down everything that would show us this truth. Spend time in nature and do what you love. Live the truth of your abundance and fecundity. Because anything else is a lie. I am sending you so much love on the Sacred Vibe Saturday. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Hey goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com.